And welcome back, folks, to the footyjumpers.com podcast. I am your co-host. My name's Rob, and with me is my co-host, and that's Lockie. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the footyjumpers.com podcast. So this episode, we are going to be looking at Collingwood. So that'll be yes. good. It's a big, long heritage company, company <laughs> club. So they've got a lot to, lot to go through, but... Well, as uh, I'm sure most people know, there's not too much of a change. But um, just before we get stuck into it, I believe we've got some feedback from one of the prior episodes. Is that right, Rob? Yeah, we do. So, early, well, a few weeks ago now, we did the Brisbane Bears slash Lions and uh, got some feedback from a listener, Alex Rowan. Thanks for uh, touching base. Alex, he had some information on the original uh, Brisbane applications and what happened there, which I think is interesting enough to share with everybody, and that is that the Queensland Australian Football League, as they were then called, they're now the AFLQ, but the QAFL, they hired the St Kilda General Manager, Ken Murphy. He had a plan to... Uh, basically, you know, apply on behalf of the QAFL for um, the licence, which, as we know, the QAFL ended up not getting it and they gave it to um, a businessman. And from what I'd read after that event, you know, it, it really was that the AFL wanted private ownership for the new clubs and that was mostly because they wouldn't get left with the debt. Uh, so they took applications from the Queensland Australian Football League. They also took applications from uh, the fella from uh, Jeans West and then um, Christopher Scase and Paul Cronin, who were the eventual winners. Christopher Scase's money, Paul Cronin heading up the bid, and they were the eventual winners. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to add on the Brisbane podcast page the two jumpers that uh, Brisbane – were well were proposed by uh, the QAFL for the Brisbane Bears, and they are blue and gold, and it's basically blue and gold stripes with a gold yoke, and that was the home jumper, and then a white jumper for the sorry a white yoke for the away jumper, but still with blue and gold stripes. Might be a little difficult to uh, imagine. Uh, so what I've done is I've put it together just like it was a footy jumper that's been worn, and these jumpers are. Uh, on display in the Brisbane Hall of Fame in Brisbane. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, so I thought that was uh, very interesting. Thank yeah, you absolutely. to Alex for sending that on. Um, yeah, so I'll put those two on the Brisbane podcast page, even though they weren't in the Brisbane podcast, for anyone that's interested in seeing what the Bears might have looked like. Uh, basically, had the QAFL been given the licence and had West Coast not snipped them on getting blue and gold as their colours. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Thanks for the input. And again, yeah. as always, if there's any sort of stories or any points you don't hear that pums up in the podcast, or feel free to either give us an email or comment on a Twitter yeah. post and, um, yeah, we'll get back to it and include it in the podcast because, yeah, it's great to be able to share all these key little intricate details amongst the community. So yeah. that's great. And Thanks. Realistically, for that. That, uh, I mean, that was a story that I hadn't even heard. And, um, you yeah. know, I'd like to think I've researched a bit about these footy jumpers. But, uh, yeah, uh, so Ken Murphy, uh, yeah, well, I mean, Ken's left us now. But uh, <laughs> it was a, it's a great story to, to have. Awesome. All right. Well, thanks for that. And yeah. I think it's probably we'll just about time to jump into Collingwood now. So, yeah, 
Collingwood. 1897 they joined the NFL, is that right? Well, well, yeah, a lot of clubs joined in 1897. Um, There's a bit more going on there, though. A little bit, a little bit, yeah. So there were... Oh, well, I mean, we can go all the way back. We can go back to Admiral Cuthbert Collingwood, who was uh, second in charge to Nelson at Trafalgar, and that's where the the suburb of Collingwood got its name, but um, that's probably nothing to do with footy. <laughs> they, uh, they, even back then, they were the city of Collingwood. There was a uh, VJFA, well, VJFA is the forerunner to the amateurs, basically, so there was a club in that competition called Britannia. They played at Victoria Park, and they wore blue and white hoops with a red sash. They were essentially they were a feeder club to Fitzroy, and so they tried to join the VFA as it was like that was the competition in in Melbourne at the time, Victoria at the time. So they tried to join the VFA in 1884. They got rejected. They tried again in 1889 and they got rejected. And that was because they were regarded as, well, effect, well, from what was written, disorganised and amateurish. And the reason for that is because there were some games where they just didn't have, well, they didn't have the same players, they didn't have enough players. Uh, you know, you couldn't rely on them to turn up with enough blokes week in, week out, and the VFA yeah. were like, well, no, we're not having that. Mm. And, and not only that, they didn't represent an, an another reason for it is they didn't actually represent a city. So, you know, if you're Brunswick or, well, any, you know, any of those clubs that were in the VFA, you're an actual suburban name. And so Collingwood, they, they were then trying to, but the 1889 application was to be called Collingwood Britannia, and that got knocked on the head as well, uh, again, because they weren't organised enough. And so in 1891, the VFA said, we want another club into the VFA. Mm. And they had a meeting and they said, we're going to form the Collingwood Football Club. They're not going to be called Britannia. Uh, we're going to be called, you know, but basically we're going to take everyone from Britannia. And Britannia, who, as I mentioned, were a bit of a feeder club for Fitzroy, said, no, we're not having that. And they, well, amongst other things, because they were, some of the players had said they wanted to play for this new Collingwood team, they ended up disbanding. So the treasurer, the committee, some of their members, some of their players that were good enough, they all went to Fitzroy. And so they talk about Britannia being this uh, precursor to Collingwood, and in some respects they are in that they played at the same ground, mm. but the blue and white hoops with red sash really doesn't have a lot to do with the, you know, certainly the, you know, Collingwood, the new footy club. Now, one of the things that had happened was knowing that they were starting at this new footy club or the plan was to start this new footy club. Apparently people from this new club went to, uh, there was an intercolonial carnival and the South Australian team wore black and white stripes. Now I've got, uh, that's on the website. If you go to State of Origin, South Australia, you'll see that the South Australian uniform is on there and it is. It's, it's a black canvas lace-up with white stripes, which were most likely painted on it. Uh, 
it was supposed to be based on the, well, they call it the piping shrike, which is a realistically, it's a magpie, and yes. that's the that's on the state flag of South Australia. However, at the time, it wasn't on the state flag of South Australia. That wasn't until uh, 1903 it became the logo, and then 1905, they, uh, I think, they put on the flag or something similar. But um, this isn't about South Australian flags. <laughs> but uh, realistically, at the time, it wasn't the logo. So I think they've just gone with black and white stripes because South Australia liked that um, liked that look. Supposedly, from that um, that intercolonial competition, the people that came back to form the Collingwood uh, Club then said, "That's the colours that we're going to use uh, for the new football team." And again, you know, so they're not Britannia. It's not because Britannia, uh, you know, wore red, white, and blue, and Footscray wore red, white, and blue. It's just because they wanted black and white stripes, and they went and got them. And so. Yeah. Their first game was in 1892. They ended up winning the VFA flag in 1896, just in time for a bunch of the realistically more successful clubs, you know, Carlton, uh, Melbourne, Essendon. They they were all forming a breakaway, which became the VFL. And, you know, to use a parlance from a few years back, like a super league, effectively. Yeah. And, some of that was based on the supporters of certain clubs and uh, causing problems, and they just wanted to get away from those clubs. And so I won't say Port Melbourne or North Melbourne, but <laughs> it might be obvious who they were. Uh, so that was so they, they, they so their first jumpers were black, effectively black canvas lace ups with white stripes. Um, mostly that was. Uh, material sewn onto that they weren't just painted but they were sewn onto the jumpers and you know you, you can see old photos of Collingwood jumpers and then in the mid 1900s that's when they moved to um woolen jumpers which is realistically around the era that all footy clubs were moving to woolen jumpers and for them and they were made at a place in Collingwood called Foy and Gibson and so that this was this well, they they just made everything, made furniture, they made, you know, shirts and T-shirts and so on. They just made a bunch of stuff. They took over half of Collingwood. But wow. amongst other things, they made the Collingwood footy jumpers and they were the white stripe in the middle with – so it was mostly a black jumper with white stripes on it, although, you know, the stripes were just uh, the same width whether you were an extra large or a small. And so, yeah. you know, some people, there were more stripes and less on others. So, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. so that's yeah, wow. that, that's where the, the black and white stripes come from. Yeah. We... It's really cool to think, isn't it, about just how long these have been in use. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, it is amazing, I mean, isn't it? Um, yeah, I mean, well, and I guess that's... You know, obviously, there's a ex-president of Collingwood now who's very determined that no one else can wear black and white stripes in the competition. But there really is a a, a branding and a marketing position, or a, or a value to the branding and marketing position of being unchanging and yeah, um, representing a certain look over a long period of time. If 
you know, if you're a, I don't know, an insurance company or something and you want to align yourself with something that's unchanging and been around forever, well, then yeah. there's a value. You know, you could associate yourself with Collingwood saying the stripes have been around since the 1890s. We've been around since the 1890s, those sorts yeah, of things. So, yeah. It just, yeah, it just so. sort of gives that legacy from just looking at it. You can just sort of get a sense of it. It's like with Carlton last week too. You just sort of know yeah, exactly. they just have that feel yeah. of a very old club because it's just never been changing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, you know, there's some changes here and there. Well, we might as well touch on those changes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> 1924 was when realistically they went to um, – they were trying to make their jumpers a little more lightweight. And though they were made of wool, they didn't have collars. They didn't have uh, cuffs. They were just a, a woolen, I think they called it a Spencer at the time. Um, mm-hmm. But it was just a white shirt or, you know, woolen shirt with two black stripes down it. And they wore that for, well, uh, I guess the other thing too is, you know, certain players wore it for longer because once you got a footy jumper, that was it. You kept, that was your footy jumper. You didn't get a new one every, you know, yeah. every year. Uh, Nineteen twenty-eight, they went back to the more even stripes with, you know, with but with black in the middle this time. So that's the white jumper with black stripes. Oh, yeah. uh, there's a few years here and there where you know people crop up with, uh, you know, a, a black and white stripe jumper where the white stripes in the middle or the black and the white stripe meets in the middle uh, and that might be because they provided it themselves uh, or they've played for a club that's provided it and then they've you know used it to play for Collingwood as well because it's the same you know it's in an era where uniforms weren't necessarily all exactly the same yeah but we didn't really have the, the means to do that yeah, exactly. And, you know, they've worn white with black, you know, black stripes with the black stripes in the middle all the way from the 1920s right through. Uh, you'd probably say when they went to colour TV in 1975, the next year when Collingwood had their jumpers made, um, the white stripes, like if they met on the sides, they had those removed. So, you know, obviously there's three stripes down the middle of the jumper, but if it was a a bigger cut of a jumper and there were, you know, realistically the stripes would have met on the sides, Mm. uh, by the, well, from 1976, they actually didn't make those stripes, so they just had the three stripes in the middle. So that was why the jumpers looked more white than black, and that's, you know, that's why... That's real. That's the clash jumper that they have today. Is white with three black stripes, compared to black with three white stripes, which is the home jumper. Mm. So, uh, yeah. So that's why. And you know, we think well, that's their traditional look. That's what you know. That's going back to what Collingwood always wore. Well, from nineteen seventy six, they did. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, prior to that, it was just black and white stripes. And if it was a wider jumper, well, it had black. You know, more black stripes on it. So, but, if- um. So with those ones, if they just had more, did they just did they just keep adding stripes based on like the gap oh, no, size in regards like, to how many centimeters between a stripe, and yeah, then you'd add exactly. another one next to it. So if you have like it's like spacing on a paragraph or something, pretty much, yeah. So if you've got, um, I mean, I'm not exactly sure what the you know the width of the stripe was, but let's say it's I don't know, 
in centimetres, for example, yeah. well, then if that's the white stripe in the middle, then the next stripe is white. Uh, black, and then that's 10 centimetres. Then the next stripe is white, and that's 10 centimetres, and so on. So if your jumper is wider, then you're going to have more stripes on it than if your jumper is thinner. And so, so, yeah, that's uh, that's just, you know, bigger blokes had bigger jumpers. Ray Gavlik's (laughs) jumper would have had more stripes on it than Lou Richards' jumper because he was a little bloke. So, yeah, so, but, you know, as I say, people today sort of say, well, Collingwood's jumpers traditionally were white with black stripes and now they're black with white stripes. Yeah, as, well, yeah, from 1976 they were. <laughs> yeah, right, so, okay. Realistically, you know, well, in preparing this episode, you know, it's hard to say how many changes Collingwood have had because they really haven't had any. Um, you know, they had those weird American football style or American college style numbers, um, which was basically after the World Cup of 1980, the World Soccer Cup, St Kilda adopted like the Adidas numbers and Collingwood adapted these college style block numbers and then they had them for what six seven years and then well 1987 they went back to regular footy numbers and then around 99 and 2000 there was a lot of talk about Collingwood looks too much like Geelong looks too much like North Melbourne that you know it's it's not going to work we're going to have to get them to wear a different jumper and so Collingwood actually made the the change of saying, well, all right, we're going to go to a black jumper with white stripes rather than a white jumper with black stripes, and then we're not going to clash with anyone because, you know, Geelong's, if Geelong wear white shorts and hooped socks and North Melbourne wear white shorts, then it's all going to work out because we're going to have dark jumpers and they're going to have light jumpers. And even St Kilda, who now have a black, you know, black, white and red, but black on the back, um, at the time, they were wearing their red Crusader jumpers, so or hot cross bar, whatever you want to call them. So, you know, Collingwood was sort of trying to work into not having to do a clash jumper, but, you know, in the end they've had to do something which is white with black stripes. But, um, yeah, so they, they were changing to try and avoid the clashes. In 2001, they had the black jumper with white stripes. And so, you know, little tinkering bits like, the home had white piping around the collar and cuffs. Uh, they've they've had a home and away jumper, which is exactly the same, but they reverse the sponsors. Yeah. So, so they do that now. You know, KFC's on the away jumper, and Fly Emirates or uh, yeah, Emirates is on the home jumper and has been for years. And then they'll flip them around for an away game. Um, mm. But yeah, so. Yeah, it's a bit hard to go through the changes <laughs> of Collingwood's jumpers when it is, isn't it? We've got yeah, stripes, there's two dot. colours and yeah. they've just flipped around which one's the base and which one's not. It's just yeah. Yeah. Oh look, I mean, having said that, we can continue on with the rest of the episode, and that is uh the ones so, that they have actually changed. That's and it. Done. So what about yeah. the clash jumpers then? So they were trying to well, avoid it, but did they have so when did they obviously start making any or have they? Yeah, they have. Well, yeah. So 1998, they had the um, it was oh, so those Adidas ones with the shield on the back, and oh, so yeah. stripes were like 
GT stripes down the sides, um, like thinner white stripes. And yeah. then they had the Collingwood logo in the middle. So they had that one for a few years. Uh, then they've had the flying magpie, which they've sort of brought back. It's a different magpie, but they've sort of brought back this year where the top half was black. And then they had this swooping magpie thing. They had that for three years. Oh, yeah. And was, you remember that one? Yeah. All right. yeah. And then since then, it's been the reverse of the home jumper. So effectively white with black stripes since that sort of time with one exception. And that was 2011, 2012. They had for a couple of games, not for all of their clash, but they had a completely black jumper with two white stripes down it. And yeah, that's interesting. That's their entry into providing a clash. Um, wow. And then yeah. Says that and that's where that sort of stops there. There's there's two yeah, stripes, well, isn't it? Hey? Yeah. Well, I guess the other clash sort of clash came in the preseason competition of nineteen eighty-two. And it's the one that everybody that doesn't bear it for Collingwood uh always wants to bring up is that for one game against Swan Districts who wear black and white stripes, yeah, uh, they had to wear a clash jumper, so they wore a white jumper with a black yoke. And oh. That's it was very real. different. It's very different look for them. Um, I don't think they were happy about it, but they didn't really have a say. And <laughs> so, yeah, they have worn a white jumper with a black yoke uh, in the preseason competition of '82, or and on preseason the '96 '97 barcode mag oh, cartoon magpie with a it's yeah that's that's a lot, lot isn't it. It's yeah, you either love it or hate it, I think. Yeah. And um He looks he looks ripped too. It's a it's a jacked got jacked up magpie. The most muscular magpie of all time. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. So and then just yeah, yeah random lines everywhere. Ah, uh, and yeah, and gradients, colours, it's got <laughs> orange on it, it's it's got the lot. So yeah, that is a that is an interesting um beast. And um yeah, so that's really the the you know the different ones they've worn. Uh, well, when they've been made to, uh, yeah. you know, in terms of jumpers that they that they've done, you know, of their own volition. Uh, well, there's the heritage round jumpers, which is, uh, well, more <laughs> the, of the, the same. Footyjumpers.com is the the original centenary celebration jumpers, where realistically every single one of them was wrong, yeah. and so. The Collingwood one was no exception. Uh, they had a white jumper with fake laces down the front and oh, a collar. Yeah. Um, I mean, none of the lace-up jumpers had collars, but this one did. And, <laughs> you know, all of the Collingwood jumpers that had laces down them were really black with white stripes, not white with black stripes. So uh, yeah, a little detail, but one that I – one that – Drives me yeah. mental. The other and, heritage ones are pretty much the same ones, right? Yeah, different years. Well, looking yeah, back, heritage round always seemed to like heritage round was always after they'd gone to the black jumpers with white stripes. Yeah. So when they went, yeah, you know, all their heritage jumpers were effectively white jumpers with black stripes. You could probably say the exception to that was two thousand five, where it was that black and white stripes. You know, at 
regular intervals. Uh, so sometimes they're met on the sides. But yeah, realistically, okay. white jumpers with black stripes is is how we found them. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other ones are, well, the promotional one-off. So they're... They're big on a promotional jumper, the the pies. Uh, Anzac Day is an obvious inclusion in that. And so uh, 2005 was the first time that it was the 90th anniversary of Anzac Day or of the Anzac invasion, I guess, uh, yeah, Anzac Day. But um, Mm. so the 90th anniversary, Essendon and Collingwood both put Anzac badges on for the very first time. Then that's you know, moved along for 10 years. And then in 2015, they added a poppy, just a single poppy to the jumpers over the sponsor logo in the traditional place where you would wear a poppy. And then, of course, you know, it started. And then, you know, so the next year they added soldiers and the ode, which is from a poem. Yeah, oh, they yeah. should not grow weary. So that was above the numbers. Uh, the year after that, that oh, that's when I think probably ISC got involved, where the black of the jumper was made up of newspaper clippings. Yeah. And, and white stripes. Look, isn't and it, that one? That. Yeah, interesting, polite. Yeah, it's not. <laughs> I, don't know, I, I don't know. It just, well, to me, it just doesn't look like a footy jumper. It just looks no, like yeah, a, yeah. I don't know. Um, yeah. Not sure why you would do it that way. You surely you'd think to do that inverted, have the little clippings of newspapers on the white, rather than the majority of the black. <laughs> Look, another option would be just to have a little red poppy and say that's our Anzac jumper. Ah, uh, but can't do that. That's not enough. Just do that, too, couldn't you? So yeah, it just had to be something different. To yeah, that's their way of showing respect, I guess. But um. Yeah, anyway, yeah. we've touched on that in other episodes. Uh, mm. So most recently what they do with Anzac Day is the use of rosemary sprigs. Yeah. And so you know, one year they've had a white rosemary sprigs. The next year they've had a white jumper with black rosemary sprigs. This year, actually, uh, this year was probably my preferred Anzac Day jumper for a very long time where the rosemary sprigs were in the watermark. So if you go and buy the Anzac Day jumper, you notice it. But when they played Essendon on Anzac Day, you barely noticed that they weren't wearing, you know, anything different. Yeah, and that was throughout the whole jumper, wasn't it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So it was a little bit of a watermark on the black, a little bit of a watermark on the white stripes. And, um, yeah, it didn't look like... Yeah, they look good. I think their, their last sort of three or four Anzac Day jumpers with the rosemary have looked all right. You can sort of see, apart from, I think the 2020 was the weakest one where there's just sort of well, randomly, that, randomly spaced out yeah, rosemary sprigs, but then yeah. at least incorporating them into the stripes, I think it was a yep. good look. Yeah, well, no, that's, it's it's nice that you think that. That's good. <laughs> no, look, I mean, it's a subjective thing. Some people find that to be uh, the best way to honour the memory of those that were involved. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, it's not doing too much though, which I think is good as well. It could be doing all yeah. sorts. I mean, you look at some of that earlier one from 2017 where I've just got, you know, it looks like someone's just copied and dropped a newspaper article over the the image and on oh, the Illustrator and made it fit. Yeah. So yeah, I'm generally not a fan. I mean, the other thing with those is if you 
if you're going to have a jumper that's not your club jumper, you might as well do something to resolve the fact that both teams mostly mostly wear black. Uh, so yeah, wear khaki like the Americans do. You know, just <laughs> full camo. Do else. Yeah, why not? Yeah, um, <laughs> you, you'll never find your teammate in the pocket if you're wearing camo, though. So yeah. that is true. That is true. So yeah, but anyway, that, yeah. I mean, if you're going to do it. If you're not going to wear a Collingwood jumper or an Essendon jumper, if you're not going to wear it, well, then wear something else. Wear something that doesn't clash. We, you know, we're, we're light blue. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's them. I mean, they've had, you know, been getting off Anzac Day because we, we're going to talk about that next time as well. But uh, the other thing is they've also had, weirdly, they had like one year they did the CFA another year, like the next year, they did the surf lifesaving um, logo, and then that's it, never again. <laughs> so I don't quite know why that's been a thing for them. Yeah, um, right. just a one-year promotion. Usually, you know, you get something like that. It'll be like a multi-year um, promotional thing. But yeah, twenty ten. They had a CFA logo on their jumpers. 2011, they had Surf Life Saving, with, and then we never heard from them again. With so. these ones, so they do get these promotional changes for the jumper. Is that something that, do you know, is initiated from the club or the CFA, for example, in this case, would be reaching out to Collingwood, or is Collingwood reaching yeah. out to CFA? I would think it's probably CFA reaching out to Collingwood. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, and then there's some sort of agreement um, I yeah, I don't there's think a couple the around the in the AFL and have been sort of well, I think Carlton was wearing one this week, weren't they? With the orange, oh, yeah, yeah. and, and sort of, uh, it was Gold Coast, yeah, that's right. And yeah, you right wonder up. if these these clubs are the ones that are reaching out or vice versa, or how that's sort of initiated because yeah, some of them do just sort of come out of nowhere and then then they just drop off and you don't really hear much of it and then it's just gone. Yeah, look, I don't really think clubs – I mean, there are people at the clubs that are, you know, community involvement and things like that. But, That's yeah, true. I'm not really sure that they're, they're looking around thinking, oh, that yeah, that looks a good need <laughs> to be involved with. I, I, yeah, I think they're a little more self-involved than that, honestly. Um, That's, yeah, I mean, they're all companies, really, like, Corp- corporate yeah. social responsibility or something. Yeah, it's, I think it's more <laughs> likely that – a charity reaches out to that arm of the footy club and says, hey, do you think there's a match for us? You know, do you think we could get you involved in some promotional activities? And then the club will say, look, we've already got enough or yes, we're interested. Yeah. And so, as I mentioned, you know, rise up. And uh, I'm not sure of the association that Carlton's actually involved with, but, yeah, both are uh, like uh, violence against women, domestic violence sort of um, mm. charities. Uh, but, yeah, Collingwood, I don't exactly know how to sort of snuck through and then <laughs> and then were never heard of again. It's, yeah, yeah. it was a curious sort of, a curious sort of involvement. Um, <laughs> what about and, the Indigenous round then? So that's obviously yeah, a big, well, big deal. Oh, yeah, well, well, that's. Yeah, well, that's obviously been a thing, what, since 2014 when the yeah. AFL, I won't say mandated it, but let's call it strongly suggested it. I think the thing with Collingwood, which is interesting, for, at least to me, is that they've mostly had magpies 
on their Indigenous jumpers, which, I don't know, I, I just find, um, I, I think that's good. You know, yeah. I think that's good. Yeah, it's, well, I mean, you know exactly who it is. Essendon's going to wear um, a jumper this year with an enormous bird on it, and depending on who they play, they might be playing a team who's yeah. that's their logo. That is um, true. I mean, I, yeah, I don't see it's, a lot of sense in that. It's um, a bit like that, isn't it? Because it's it's a bit of a line of yeah, where the art style is and where the sort of club logo and identity is as well. There's definitely sort of yeah. a point where. You don't want to be going too far either way. Yeah, exactly. And so, you know, Collingwood have got, um, well, they had their own uh, Indigenous program and they had the logo for that on their jumper for the first couple of seasons. Then they had more uh, an Indigenous artwork magpie for the next, well, the next 2016, 2017, they had a different one. Uh, 2021, 2022, they've always had you know, magpie-themed artwork. Uh, I guess the only one that was specifically not like that would have been 2020, but then that was uh, Snake and Turtles, and they were the totems of the Yorta Yorta people, you know, which was what the the artwork was about. Yeah. So, yeah, I can understand that. But as I say, realistically, you know, the difference there is that um, at least – from my perspective, and you know, I'm not an expert on Indigenous art, but uh, they're nothing to do with another club, or or you know, couldn't in any way be associated with um, the mascots of another club. Um, you know, some clubs have various totems that are that they've got on their jumpers, their Indigenous jumpers, and it's like, well, that's why would you put an eagle on a yeah. on a you know, one club's jumper that they don't – they're playing against the Eagles. Why yeah. would you have that? Yeah, that's um, true. Especially when there's just so much, you know, quality art and so many different styles. They can do so many well, different exactly. different yeah, versions yeah. and all this. It's, yeah, you think <laughs> – surely we could have picked anything but one of the other team <laughs> mascots. Yeah, so, yeah, so I'm not uh, – yeah, exactly. And, look, I don't know if this is disrespectful or not because I honestly am not – um, yeah, I, I, mean, I do know there's an aspect of yeah. yeah telling a story and whatnot, but yeah, I mean, I suppose if you could surely come across and you know get a few people in a room and sort of work out something that surely yeah. can just take into consideration what to yeah. put on and what not to put on. Yeah, well, I know um, Western Bulldogs jumper for this year is going to have eels all over it. Now eels oh, are Parramatta. Well. Parramatta is rugby, but um, now I understand that's related to the Maribyrnong River or the Saltwater River, as they used to call it, um, um, which, you know, touches on Footscray. But even still, it's just, um, I don't know, it just seems weird now. You know, oh, I don't uh, mind an eel, I guess. I think it's, I don't mind it if there's the animals not existing as a, a team already. Yeah, well, I think that's probably, yeah, that's probably my thing with it too. Yeah. Um, I, I am uh, in a group. I think, yeah. And then, so 2022 was an interesting Indigenous jumper as well with the sort of magpie leaves and the eggs on the back of the jumper. Yeah, yeah. I would have thought feathers. You said leaves. I thought feathers. Oh, sorry. Yeah, it's definitely feathers. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I wasn't seeing things. That's all right. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. So 
So we've got the Indigenous cupboard, their promotional jumpers, this the couple jumpers yeah. they wore in the preseason. We've had a, couple, a quick look at Heritage, which is just again much of the much of the sameness. Uh, the Clash jumper, and then yeah, just sort of that history of the black and white stripes. I mean, apart from that one yoke in the Swans district game, it's all just been yeah. That's pretty much pretty all much. the same. The black and the white, or the white and the black. However you look at it, it's that's Collingwood. Yep, exactly. Yeah. So best and worst, what do you got? Oh, you go first. I know you've probably got some stored away. <laughs> uh, Deep resentment. Yeah, look, well, you know, I guess it's it's a little bit the same as last week. My parents bought me up right, so. It's um, going to go the regular. Know, I don't like, no, more the point, I just don't like Collingwood. Oh. Uh, so. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, look, I am going to go the regular, and I'm going to say, realistically, for me, Collingwood's best look is the Collingwood when they're losing grand finals, you know, every second year. So I'm going to say probably like your 19, late 1970s, early 1980s, white with black stripes is, or even even the... Uh, yeah, all of those jumpers that not with the the um, college font, but all of those white jumpers with black stripes are mm. Collingwood. You know, for me, growing up, and they are Collingwood as far as I'm concerned. In terms of the worst, I'm going to say that Anzac Day jumper that was made up of newspaper clippings. Oh um, yeah, yeah, that's not just, much good, is it? I don't know. I just don't find that respectful, <laughs> and. Um, yeah, and they'd been so, you know, and what they'd done up to that point had been really good, and then it's like, what the hell is this? Yeah. So, yeah, so that's me. But other people will have a different perspective, I'm that's sure. It. That's exactly right. Well, all right, I'll probably take two here. I think, no, I'll say my least favourite, but there is an asterisk because of just how insane it is, the 96-97 preseason oh. jumper. Yeah. I mean, it, yeah, I'm, was- I'm saying worst, but it, I also mean it's my favourite at the same time. So it's hard to tell because you just don't know what's going on when you look at it. What's um, going on? There's a lot going on. There's what's is, going on. There is plenty going on. There is, yeah. <laughs> which, it is all over which, the place. Which is nice to see when you just look at all of the same jumper for a bit. It is nice to see something a little bit different. But um, So I'll take that as my worst, though, just because you have to. Uh, okay. But for my favourite, I'll probably I might take the 2021 Anzac Day jumper, the black with okay. the white rosemary sprigs. I just think really? it looks, it's a clean look, and yeah, I just think it does enough, and it still gets the idea of the Collingwood stripes, and I like that. Well, very good, very uh, good. Those are my two, and, and as always, go through, pick out your favourite two, and as well, it's probably more relevant now for, as of this episode, but if you have any other interesting stories of Collingwood or any of the foundations, oh, yeah, anything please. like that, yeah, feel free to get on the footyjumpers.com website and find a way to contact on the contact section there or reach out to us on Twitter and, yeah, let us know and we'll, yeah, we'll put it straight into the podcast. Uh, you can send us an email, mero at footyjumpers.com. That's it. So, yeah, thanks for tuning in, everybody, and I think that's about yeah. where we'll wrap it up with the Collingwood. All right, guys. Yeah. Talk to you Thanks again very next much. time. We'll catch you next episode. Bye. See ya.